Hey guys, welcome to another episode of episode episode <laughs> episode. <laughs> broken manure part. Broken manure. I said broken manure. Broken manure. That sounds like a bunch of beep. Yep. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Broker Panor Podcast. I'm Dr. Ben Spears, the ambassador of Flow. I'm here with the big guy as usual, Matt Vi. How's it going, Matt? I'm just wanting to know if you're going to edit that first part out or if you're going to leave that in there. I don't know, guys. We'll let you. I'll, we'll you see. You'll know. Surprise us. If there was something <laughs> kind of funny, like where maybe I just didn't know how to talk at the beginning, then you'll know I didn't edit it out. There you go. And if not, then you'll never know. <laughs> well, not, you will know because we just said you'd know. But unless I edit this out. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> Whole lot of editing going yeah, exactly. on. Exactly. It'll all be there. I don't, you know, I'm an open, I'm an open book. Right. right. I make mistakes just like everybody else does. Yep. Right. Yep, we all but do, that yeah. don't mean I'm not doing another podcast later. <laughs> all right. Get back up on the horse, guys. That's exactly right. Right. So, Matt, we got a uh, we got a killer podcast today, as usual. Yep. Uh, we're talking about um, uh, something like fences. Yeah, fences. You know, home decor. Going fencing, right? Yeah. With, yeah, we're talking uh, fencing. Arm on your hip, like yeah. fencing. What, what or is stolen it? stuff, right? That's fencing too. On guard. That's what oh, I was trying to think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Touche. <laughs> yeah, so tell us what kind of what we're talking about today. We're going to talk about what side of the fence people land on. That's what, when when some of the things that go on in their business, where is it that they land? I like it. Yep. Well, guys, wherever you're listening to this, before we get started, hit that follow or that subscribe button. We would be so grateful for that. Um, also, there's no better time than the present than to go to brokerpreneurpodcast.com, sign up for our weekly newsletter, and and uh, you know just get you know more more free content from us to help you grow your brokerage. Yep. So Matt. Yeah, Benny. What side of the fence does your does your uh, brokerage fall on? And and we're going to be talking you know a lot about um, does your brokerage talk a big game? Right. Right. Or you know do they walk their talk? Right. You know, do they talk that same big game? Right. Or is your or is your brokerage out there being like, no, we're we're not really that good. Right. Yeah, I don't think anybody does that. <laughs> so, I sure hope not. And I know that there's some crappy brokerages out there. Yep. Right. So somebody's lying. <laughs> <laughs> so the uh, so uh, it's okay to talk a big talk, right? Yeah. It's okay. There's a time and place for it. Don't don't right. Don't get out of whack. That's not right. what we're saying. Don't be all big headed and whatnot. But. You know, there's there's big talk, and then and then there's big action, right? And which one yeah. which one are you? Whenever it comes time to to figure out exactly what it is that that your brokerage needs in order for it to get to that next level. Gotcha. So um, so how does someone how does someone uh, before we before we dive into the you know kind of defining you know who you are and that kind of thing? How does someone even know? Like, man, I talk a big game. <laughs> right because most people are probably like oh no i'm i'm just no i'm just normal I'll just, let's, you know, lay it down as it is you know it's yeah. my jam right here's the easiest way to know and this is this is like a surefire method of, of knowing right okay if whenever you're like at a realtor event or whenever you know if there's a cocktail party or open house and you walk up and everybody scatters yeah <laughs> that pretty much means you're talking too big yeah, of a yeah, game you're talking too big of a game <laughs> <God> now <laughs> everybody now is going to tiptoe up whenever they want <laughs> okay yeah that, that, then that makes sense yeah well but honestly i, I love it that you're gonna let me get away with that answer i know i like the answer <laughs> well the answer is true <laughs> it's what i mean like i'm like okay it's pretty much legit yeah that is legit uh but uh so do you talk a, do you talk a big game 
do you fall short? Do you hear from your agents on a pretty regular basis? You know, that's not what I thought we were about. That's not what I thought we did here. And that's not what yeah. I thought we stood for. And, and, you know, whenever, uh, you know, the only time they talk to you is about something not getting delivered the way that they said the way, you know, they were like, this, this isn't what I expected. Yeah. Right. I, we were doing this contest and the contest didn't work out the way that yeah. I thought that it was going to work out. And we were doing this, you know, I, I was going to, you know, I paid for the flyer program that the company offers and that didn't go the way it was supposed to. If you're hearing all that from the same person, go ahead and fire them, right? Yeah. If you're, if you're, but if you're hearing that from a lot of people in the office, then maybe you're talking a bigger game than what you're delivering. Take yeah. a step back, take a real look at it and see, you know, see um, who and what you are. Okay. Yeah, right. that, I didn't know that the ping pong table was leased. Right. <laughs> it's gone. Who now. took the ping pong table? <laughs> it's gone. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so in case you guys missed that, we had a, a very a podcast very early on that you know, putting yeah. the ping pong table in an office That's doesn't your make it. That doesn't, <laughs> doesn't make it. Doesn't make it your culture. <laughs> awesome, guys. So, um, so now let's talk about you know def- defining right. And there's there's a couple there's a few categories, mm-hmm. but we're gonna talk you know. Uh, about franchises uh-huh. and, and independence. Yeah, yeah. Right. Is there some, is there another category other than those? No, not, not really. Yeah. Oh, I, didn't, I didn't think yeah. so. And so, um, uh, so, so that's kind of a loaded question. Okay. Let me tell you why it's a loaded question. Okay. Me, uh, so Sorry, the guys. answer is, uh, right. But the, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> here, here, here's why. And this is really at the crux of what we're going to talk about yeah. today. So, so there are franchise systems that offer a lot to brokerages. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then there, and then there are, there are independents that have like branch offices that are, that kind of operate like they're under a franchise, but they're not really under a franchise. Okay. Gotcha. But the reason why I say, you know, I gave that uh, answer was mm-hmm. because, you know, there's a lot of franchises that offer stuff to their brokers and the brokers don't use it. Right. Literally yeah. the only thing they're using is the name on the sign. Yeah. Right. They've got the big name on the sign. They've got their local name on the sign under it. And that is the extent of their connection with the franchise. Okay. That's problematic. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, and the reason why, remember what we said just a minute ago, right? Are you talking a big talk or, or, okay. So, so if an agent comes on board and there's other franchises in your market that happen to have the, the same first name, right? Yep. We'll call it. Yeah. Oh, better hat the max 21. Right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so if they have that first name, right. And they've talked to that broker, they left that brokerage or whatever it was, or they were there and they got friends there and everything. And then they show up to your place and you don't use any of those tools and systems. Yeah. Right. Then you're talking that big talk. Yeah. Right. Uh, So the same thing is true about independence, right? So the thing about it, the thing about being an independent is it gives off a certain vibe, right? It gives off a certain, uh, a certain look and feel and, and okay. So if, if, uh, the, the kind of the opposite of that, right. Franchise being, they offer tools and systems and your brokerage doesn't use them. Okay. Right. The opposite of that is being an independent and you being very corporately structured on every little thing that happens. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So, so those things are kind of in conflict with each other. Yeah. Okay. Not saying independents are all fly by night because that is absolutely not what I mean, nor, nor should they be. And nor am I saying that every franchise should, should use just the tools that your franchise offers. Right. We know that's not what I'm saying. Okay. But whenever it comes to figuring out what type of the, what side of the fence you fall on. So, so you have something that you stand for, right? You have something that you've been promoting and promising in the marketplace. Even if it's just the name of the franchise, right? You've got something that you've been promoting in the marketplace. Are you living up to that? Is that what you're actually delivering to people whenever they're coming to work for you? 
Gotcha. <clears throat> yeah, and that's and that would be that that defining, right? That's what, that's kind of what you're saying. That's what you're saying there. So, right. so we know that there are uh, there there top top offices in franchises, mm-hmm. and there offices in within franchises that <laughs> excuse me struggle, right? Like from a recruiting standpoint or any standpoint. Right. There are also top offices that are independents yep. and they just kill it. Right. But then there's independence, independence that struggle. struggle, right? So mm-hmm. it, it one thing doesn't make it, you know, the other. Right. I wanna I wanna talk, you know, specifically franchise, you know, in that direction right now. What what is it that makes a a, a top office within a franchise special? And is it that it's just the franchise because we know like there are independents out there that just right. kill it. Right. Like what is, what's the, what's that thing that, you know, makes them special? Yeah. So, uh, no, it's not the franchise. Uh, so, and it's not being an independent. Right. Top independents, top franchises, top teams, top agents, uh, top team leaders all have systems. Okay. Period. Makes sense. Okay. So if we were going to say, here's the fence, which side of the fence do you fall on? Yeah. And this is the fence called success. Which side do you fall on? If you have systemization in place, you're going to fall on the success side of that fence. And is that systemization with everything or Uh, are you talking specifically recruiting? And it's just like, uh, are you talking about, you know, through your contracts and your training? Is it, is it top to bottom? Like this is the button you push to get water. Should you have a water fountain? All right. So let's, let's define success. Mm -hmm. Okay. We got to do that first. Okay. Perfect. Okay. So success means that if you, if you are a broker owner, okay. Okay. Or, or a broker owner group or a team that has the brokerage or whatever, if you pull your production out of that, you and your team and whoever is no longer producing, are you still profitable? Okay. Okay. So if you do that, then, uh, then you're probably relatively a successful, a successful company. Okay. Oh, right. uh, if you can't pull your production out of that, it's not that you are achieving a certain level of success, but you're achieving the level of success as a broker who owns a company, right? Not as a company run by a broker. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. Brokerpreneur. A brokerpreneur. That's exactly right. right. So there's a big difference between that. There's a big difference between the two. Okay. So, so to get back to your, to get back to your question, okay. if you can pull yourself out of that and you have systems that allow, uh, I'm not going to say in perpetuity. Okay. Okay. But, but that allow, uh, a, a perpetual productivity, right. Yeah. That keeps going. Right. So if you, if you have that, then you have systems in place and that's probably a pretty successful office. Okay. And that, and you're saying that without even like adding other agents, without even adding other agents. Okay. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. You can't count something you don't have. Right? Oh, oh, for sure. I just want to make sure like, yeah, yeah. It's a good question. Oh, uh, so, so if you, if you have a system that allows you to take your production out of it and for, and for the profitability to continue at a, right. at a very nice pace, then you probably have systems in place that you need. The reason why I say that your question was, is it just a recruiting system? Is it just a training system? Is it just whatever? With, without a balance of systems in the office, right? And we've talked about this in, in, other, in other podcasts, right? And we can argue with the audience if we wanted to about this. It's, it's about sales and it's about marketing and it is about compliance and it is about legal. That's right. really what, that's really what the, the company breaks down into, right? Finance yep. and legal, right? So there's, there's four parts. Let me say it again because I know I said that quick. So, so, okay. Company breaks down into four parts. 
Any company. Number one. Sales. Number two. Marketing. Number three. Finance. Number five. Easy. <laughs> number Le- four. Legal and compliance. <laughs> okay. okay. That's every company has those pieces to it. Yeah. Okay. And so that, that comes from uh, Harvard Business Review. That comes yeah, from. Yeah, that's all over. That's, that's business exactly books. Right. Like that's 101. Right. That's right. And not in that order, right? There's a whole bunch of different. Okay. Yep. But those are the four key components. All of those have to have systems. Okay. Okay. So if you have systems in all four of those compartments and you can take your production out of that or your team's production or however you want to put it, don't get tricky with me out there. Don't go, oh, well, you know, I'm the broker and my wife sells, but, you know, and she yeah, gets like, the leads. Take the, me out of it. Right. Still I'm, profitable. I'm, I barely make anything, but she's my, my only agent. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's not what it, right. Yeah. That doesn't count. Right. Yeah. You got to take that, that ownership out of that. Okay, so yeah. take the ownership out of that, and if what is left is still profitable and has systems in those four four parts, what if someone has a team, right, and it's part of their brokerage? Hey guys, this podcast is powered by Prospect Boomerang. We all know broker owners struggle with profitability. Prospect Boomerang compounds your profits by recruiting the best agents to your brokerage. For consistent growth, visit prospectboomerang.com. Uh, what do you mean? Tell me more. Uh, so like, let's, let's say, you know, I'm, I'm an agent, you know, mm-hmm. I've, I've got a team that's working for me. And then, uh, the next day I, I'm like, I started my brokerage, right? <laughs> you know, I can, I can leave and go on vacation. Does that mean I have a, a successful so, brokerage? Uh, so how good of a team leader were you? Right. So if you were if you were a great team leader and you can leave and, and go on uh, go on vacation and your team operates the way that it needs to without you, you're you had a brokerage already. Right. Okay. Because they didn't they didn't need you. But if, if you get plucked out of there and you're gone for a six month hiatus yeah. and everything falls apart and everybody's yelling and screaming and production yeah, you falls come back and, and they're wearing loincloths and right. hiding in the corner with spears. <laughs> right. Yeah. Then then that's a problem. <laughs> So, so, uh, so, so absolutely it has to be you pulling your production out of, out of that. Okay. Okay. So if you can pull your production out of that, you're still profitable and you have systems in those four quadrants, you're probably running a successful business. So what does that have to do with independent and franchises? Yeah. Well, great independents have those things, Right. right? Great, great franchises have those things. I knew you were going to say that. Yeah, I know. (laughs) But (laughs) But both of them don't necessarily use just a specific tool, meaning that a great franchise might for, uh, for their sales system. I'll, I'll, give you, I'll give you a super example here. So uh, a, a, a great franchise brokerage might have said, you know what, we really want to adapt the ninja way of selling. Okay? Okay. So the ninja selling system, Larry Kendall, all that, all that kind of stuff. Maybe they say that that's really from a sales standpoint, that's what we're going to lean into. That's our system. That doesn't mean every person in that brokerage follows that. Right. It means that that brokerage, that is the systemization of how they get people productive. And that's right. how they help maintain. And that's what they support to keep people productive. That's their sales systemization. Yeah. Follow me. Yeah, absolutely. That you don't have to be a franchise. You can be an independent to, to work with Larry Kendall and, and those guys at Ninja Selling, right? So, so all of that is geared towards uh, towards you know the rest of everything else that, that 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 company uses might be, you know, you know some other franchise, right? They right. might use the CRM given by another franchise. They might use all this other, but the actual selling system, okay, is that other piece. So when I just said the CRM. 
that means they're for the their compliance arm of what they're doing and some of the sales arm of what they're doing their systemization it comes from the franchise you follow right me? so as as long as you have that systemization and in, in those in those different categories like sales that's where your training falls under right right and so marketing falls under your your marketing right and so some of what you do with the crm is going to fall under that if you're providing things for it. so all of those things are just systemized to be able to use a certain way yeah so um I want to I want to bring something in here that that we talk about almost mm-hmm. every single podcast, and I want to get your take on it as far as uh, not challenging what you're saying. So I'm in complete agreement with that. But if if I'm out there listening and I'm like, man, these guys are always talking about um, how imperative is how imperative it is from a recruiting standpoint to focus on the relationship. Yep more you know more than more than the numbers knowing that numbers is the number one rule right right but recruiting is a relationship game not a numbers game if i'm if i'm if i'm listening and i'm and i'm I'm used to hearing that from us and now all of a sudden uh, you didn't say anything contradicting that but now all of a sudden it's like systems and business and right right like you know where does where in those four pillars you know if this is like how you run your business mm-hmm. where in those four pillars does all this like you know relationship stuff that we talk about <laughs> come into play right. right is that number five or does it does it fit into this no it's it's built through it's absolutely built throughout all of it okay so uh so let me let me give you an example so let's talk about compliance for just a second right okay. so you use transaction coordinators you use compliance coordinators you use administrative staff or whatever it is that you want to call them when a file's turned in as a brokerage you make sure certain things happen so you don't get your ass sued off right right okay how that person at that front desk or wherever they sit takes care of the agents inside that office or how that transaction coordinator reaches out to people that work at the title company and the mortgage and, and all the other places that they work. That is where that relationship part comes in. Gotcha. That doesn't mean, are they going to, are they going to check the list or are they not going to check the list? Right. Cause the right. system is the, is the list. Right. How are they going to facilitate the conversation between people that they need to Right. What kind of email do they send out to, to people? Is it, Hey Betty Sue, I was just looking through your file and I know we got to get this in there. Is there any way I can help you get the signed blah, blah, blah into the file is completely different than you're not getting your check. If this is in the file, I've told you before. Yeah. Please select all the images that include a bicycle. Right. <laughs> right. That's exactly right. So, so, right. so that is, that's where that comes in. Okay. Your accounting department, how, how agent friendly are they? Right. Your, uh, uh, if you're the, if you're the accounting department, how agent friendly are you? Right. Yeah. If you're, if, uh, if you've got, you know, little or no marketing and so you're outsourcing your marketing you're using a virtual assistant or you're using some other system, uh, that, that's helping you do your geographic farming. Are those people of the same mindset that you are? Right? Are yeah. they customer-based people, or is it just someone behind a keyboard that doesn't care, and they're just sending out postcards that have the wrong pictures to the wrong addresses to the wrong whatever? Right? Yeah. That that's where that all comes in. Don't put a system in place that doesn't have the same relationship philosophy that you do. That's why I mentioned ninja selling just a second ago. Right? Yeah. They're they're as relationship-based as you can as you can be. Yep, I absolutely love it. Um, I have a you know I went to Chipotle. Yeah, uh, yesterday. Right. And I, and you know, I, I go through and I'm like, you know, I'll have some chicken and, um, I'll, you know, give me some ch- cheese and some beans and blah, 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 blah. And I get to the end and you know, my food's like right there next to the register. Cause I keep sliding it down with you. And the girl's just like on her phone. 
<laughs> she's like looking down at her phone. She, she knows I'm there. Right. Maybe <laughs> she's like, did you say she cares you there? Huh? Did you say she cares you there? I don't think she cared I'm th- <laughs> that I was there for sure. But that's right. kind of what we're talking about. <laughs> right. right. The Chipotle, uh, basically all I'm saying is they have a lot of systems. Absolutely. Right. That's how they have, you know, however many stores that they have across, you know, right. forever. But. And the food's consistent. But every, uh, every single, you know, I guess you'd call it a franchise. I'm not sure if Chipotle's, you know, franchise or not. But every single location. Man, like. That one wasn't relationship based. No, that's exactly correct. And there's another one that's probably out there just like absolute, and it wasn't full. Right. Nope. There's one out there that's like, man. Yep. Every seat, every seat in the house is full. Yep. And they're probably not even allowed to have their phones. Right. You know, you know, up, up by the up by the register. So, just another example. I was just trying to bring out that it's a great example. I mean, and, and people have to make a choice, right? They yep. have to make a choice. Don't you don't have to choose between a system and a relationship. Yeah. You can actually have a system and hire people that believe in a relationship. Yeah. I've never been ignored at Chick-fil-A. Right. <laughs> right? right. So something to think about. Yeah. Well, I know you have an action item for us. I do. Uh, but before we get to that, you guys know the routine. If you're new, gosh, I love you so much. But here's what happens at this point in the podcast. <laughs> if you're listening to this on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Deezer, any of those platforms, make sure you hit that follow button. If you're watching this on YouTube, what's up? What up? Uh, hit that red subscribe button and that bell right beside of it. You'll get notified every time we drop a new episode. Um, go to Prospect Boomerang, guys. Check out what we have to offer there to help you grow your brokerage. Um, we have you know diff- different programs for any size brokerage at any at multiple price levels, so we know that there's something that we can help you with um, to be part of your win. Matt. Yeah, Benny. We want to continue adding value and helping, just like that we tell all of our listeners to do. Yep. So let's give them an action item that they can take away from today and say, you know what? I'm going to grow my brokerage and I'm going to, whatever those four pillars were that I may have to go listen again, <laughs> whatever those four <laughs> pillars were that Matt said, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to crush those. Right. So here's a, here, this, this is how we'll do this. We'll do this Mad Lib style. Okay, cool. <laughs> right. That's so, how I do everything. I hear you. So, uh, so we're going to insert a person, right? Okay. So, uh, so what we're going to do is we're going to say my top producer is known for, and then we're going to put a, an adjective in there or we're going to put a, yeah, okay. an adjective in there. Okay. All right. And then, and then we're going to say my, am lowest, I going to do that? Or no, we're just no, going to no. tell the listeners. We're just going to tell the listeners. Okay. Good. I don't have to, my, I, there's no telling what would come out my, of your mouth. Yeah. I don't have I to said, use my brain. If we gave an adjective or an, <laughs> or <laughs> yeah. an adverb. Or I'm a, ready with smelly. <laughs> <laughs> And then they're going to, so they're going to say, my top producer is known for blank. Right. My middle producers are known for blank and my lowest producers are known for blank. Okay. Okay. And, and so what you're going to do is you're going to take a look at three of those and see if you have a system for each of those. Yeah. Okay. So are your top producers known for being, uh, you know, uh, great at listings? Well, how many systems do you have in your marketing portion of your business that help them with that? Okay. Yeah. So, so let me, let me tell you, let me forewarn everybody here. Okay. If your if your top people are known for my top producers are known for something that you're not offering, you don't have a system for, and you're not connected with, they are at danger. Will Robinson. Yes. Okay. 
That, that is a retention whoop, issue. Whoop. That is a retention issue. Okay. If you say my mid tier producers are known for whatever, and if it's a good thing and it's a system, kudos. If it's a bad thing and you don't have a system, freaking fix it. Okay. Yeah. My lowest producers are known for whatever. Blank. You could just use that. Known for blank, right? And so they're, if they're known for blank, we have to make sure that we need we have a system in place that gets them to a certain point in those other stages of middle and top-level top, top level producers. Yeah. Okay? yeah, how do you help them fill in the blank? That's exactly right. Right. If right. it's blank, help them fill in the That's blank. That's exactly right. So they end up on the right side of the fence. With That's you. exactly right. Well, guys, we help fill in your blanks. Yep. Right? And if we do that. For one reason and one reason alone, tell them why that is, Matt. Because we just want to be part of their win. Space Ghost. <laughs> <laughs>